Aussie great move. Hughes is in town for the Jodie Lee Foundation. There is an event tonight at Lamb Brook Wines. You can still get some seats. Merv, welcome. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? We'll get to the Jodie Lee Foundation, but we retain the ashes. I don't know about you, Merv, but you've won them and done them and played them. Just feels a tad hollow we didn't win yesterday. Um, yeah, it's disappointing. Chasing three three eighty odds always going to be uh, a massive chase, and a lot of things have go, got to go right. And um, obviously they didn't. We just needed uh, one of our players, one of our batsmen, to capitalise on a start. So um, four of the top five batsmen got starts, but none went on. If mm. one of those guys makes a hundred, that's the difference in the game. It, it certainly is. We've talked about you know the ball swap. I heard what. Um was Punter quiet, said, said, yeah, it yeah. ended up a brand new rock. I mean, I said it was cheating, but you know how it works. What do you think? Well, mate, it's cheating if it if they get to benefit from it, but it's great if we get to benefit from <laughs> it. So, <laughs> that's uh, mate, that's, all that's out of our hands. So control yeah. the controllables. You, you boys played a lot of sport. Correct. So control the controllables. Um, it's out of your control. And um, Marnus Labashay in that last test match got got ridiculed and criticised for checking the ball on the swap, and that's why batsmen do it. Mm. So have a look at the ball, see what it's going to do. Uh, Kawaja got hit in the head, the ball got changed, and as he said, that, that ball hit the bat a lot harder. So they went from a 38-over ball to uh, virtually a, a new ball, so maybe eight, ten overs, and it was a massive difference. But ultimately, um, you know, we, we didn't bat as well as we could have. We got off to a fantastic start, and then I suppose... Everyone's got that high expectation going into that last day. Then to lose three wickets in the first half hour, um, and like I said, chasing 380, things have got to go right. And if you lose three wickets in the first half hour, hour of play, you're behind the eight ball. Hey, Merv, I remember uh, watching a doco on 1989, and we were told we were going to be the worst uh, Australian side ever to tour England. And, of course, it was the one that Alan Border basically pulled rank and said, right, nobody's to socialise with the English and uh, both no them, partners. Both them nicknamed him Captain Grumpy. No partners were to travel. Was that a series that got sort of bit uh, nasty? Because this one seems like it's had a lot of nasty barbs to the point where the English wouldn't have a drink with the Aussies after the series. Oh, mate, I, I wouldn't worry about that. Who wants to drink with an Englishman anyway? That's what Seriously. I thought. But um, <laughs> they, drink, they drink. They drink warm beer. Um, they carry on like pork chops. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, no, listen, the big thing about 89 was AB's directive was on ground. Okay. So off the ground, the, the team still got on. But he, he just said that England play a social brand of cricket. Mm. We want to make it a lot tougher. And he got that from the West Indies. So yeah. went hard at the English captain, go hard at, at the English tail. And, and on the ground, make them feel as uncomfortable as possible. But off the ground, our boys were still sort of mixing and having a few beers and, and whatever. So... Yeah, I just think at the end of the game last night, if you guys actually saw it, they got off, they shook hands, they gave each other a cuddle, you know, great series, great series. Now, if they're going to lock the Aussies out and not have a drink with them, why carry on that um, and just show the world that, you know, we're, we're all okay with this and then behind closed doors lock the Aussies out and not have a drink? So mm. to, to be honest, I don't really know what happened. I'd like to get to to the bottom of it, to, to understand why it was done. And if it was done because of, of what Alex Carey did in the second test, that, that is absolutely p- pathetic from England because what Alex did in, in that second test match at Lords, there was nothing wrong with it. 
So people can yeah. jump up and down, they can talk about it whatever they like, but ultimately at the end of the day, if Kerry had a fumbled that ball and it got away for him and went down to third man, best they would have run too. Yeah. So don't don't come back and say that over was called and um, I'll put my foot back in the crease. As a batsman, you've got to be aware of what's going on. To me, there was nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If they're still carrying on with that, that that's their problem. You were over there, Merv, for a few of the tests. Um, we had yep. some listeners that were on the ground. They said it, it sort of got a little bit nasty in the crowd as well. Yeah, mate, it's, it just goes back to same old, old Oz, you're always cheating. And you just think they've, they've got short memories, haven't they? Mm. Um, so they've had they've had uh, players come out talk talk in their books about how they used um, lozenges on the ball and had Michael Atherton rubbing the ball with gravel and mate seriously if if you're not clean skin keep your mouth shut and yeah. to be honest at, at the cricket in England I, I reckon most of them are banned soccer supporters anyway yeah. um, because they get there and they're not real knowledgeable yeah. and, and you would think that English people that. That, and especially that go to Lords would really love the game of cricket. And, and uh, they used to be fantastic. They appreciated good cricket, and good, hard, tough cricket. Uh, and now it's it's okay if England win, but if they get behind, if they lose, mate, they're, they're just very sour. So, but I, I can't understand it. I reckon it was a fantastic series. It was a great advertisement for Test cricket. Um, I, I like the narrative now from from the English people about boring, boring Aussies, like. All that crap we used to put up with 30 years ago watching Jeff Boycott back. Give go. us a break. Short go. memories. Yeah. Um, Short memories. So they've turned the game around. They're playing yeah. a more attacking brand of cricket, and they want to drag everyone with them. Well, not everyone plays the game the same way, and that's mm. what makes every sport uh, just so intriguing. Merv, you spoke about not knowledgeable. I, I see you and Piers Morgan are getting on well. Yeah, talking about not knowledgeable. <laughs> it is hard to reason with idiots. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah mate, I, he's, he's nothing but a flop. So, he is. Um, mate, I, he, after, that, after that Lord's Test match, um, he, he sort of put up for a while, but he'll lose interest in cricket. He'll move on to something else. He'll have another agenda. Yeah. So, mate, ultimately, um, I, I met him a few years ago. Um, at a function, I thought he's a flog, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and he he hasn't proved me wrong. <laughs> I, I, I'd love you to accept, on behalf of all Australians, a, an interview with him, because I reckon you'd rip him a new one, Merv. Oh, mate, why give him oxygen? Yeah, cool. yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, mate, he's an attention seeker. So how, how it all started, I, I got asked to go on his show. And I just said, not not the way he carried on about that Alex Carey thing. And you go on a show like that, it's not live, so they edit it up to yes. to what how they want want it to look and how they want it to play out. That's fine. And I just wasn't interested. Then he took it to social media. Mm. And I'm just mate, it's been asked and answered privately, why would you take it to, to social media? So and then he, he got on a bit of a high horse and you just think, Well, yeah, no. He just proved to me he's a flop. Do you know what? He'd look good with a size five hook in the side of his gob, I reckon, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Lambrook yeah, wines or, or tonight. Maybe, or maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. a forty pound sinker size. <laughs> 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 Jody Lee Foundation, bowel yes. cancer, it's close to my heart, Merv. We we lost my wife's dad at the age of forty five to undiagnosed yeah. bowel cancer. Um it can be the quiet killer, can't it? Um, it certainly can be, and a lot of people think that it's an ageing disease, it's and it's mostly directed at males, so uh, couldn't be further from the truth. The big thing is, 
understand your family history. If yes. you've got a family history of bowel cancer, then get tested early. Get tested when you're 35. Get tested yeah. when you're 40. Um, but the, the big thing is, and <laughs> excuse me, what, what we're really trying to promote and, and uh, raise awareness of is that when you turn 50, um, you get bowel cancer screening kits sent out to you in the mail. Now, only 41% of Australians oh. return these kits. Are you now, serious? And, and that's across the board. And we're doing trips around. So Gavin Wangadine, he's also on board. So he's been up to Port Augusta. Uh, we're going up to Mount Isa tomorrow. We're heading into Darwin. We've been to Moree. Good. And what the Jody Lee Foundation is, is targeted um, hot spots around Australia that right. um, the the average is lower than the, the national average. So at, at those places, only 30%, so a third of the people are doing them. So getting in, raising awareness, uh, and just getting people to, to understand job. that it mm. could save your life. And being post-50, done it several times, and it's yeah. uh, it's, it's easy. It's free. It's easy. Yeah, easy yeah it's free. It's easy. A lot of people don't like fiddling through their poop, but, mate, ultimately, if it's, if it's going to save your life, it's worth doing it. Spot on. Uh, as you said, we're, we're heading out tonight. Um, so Landbrook Wines out at McGill. Um, we've got a night on there. So if anyone's around there, any of the listeners want to drop in and say hello, uh, feel free. So Gavin Wangadine and myself will be there just having a talk about the importance of, of doing the screening kit and getting it back yeah. and understanding your, your family history. Yeah. yeah. Merv, love your work, mate. Thanks for your time. No worries at all, guys. Have a good one. Well, so I'm Lambrook Merv. Wines tonight, the Jody Lee Foundation. God, they do a McGill morning job. Yeah, not far away. You can still get tickets. Get out there and listen to Merv. He's a ripper and the yeah. great Gavin Wangadine. Oh, oh yeah. Well, mate, be selfies galore out there with those two mm. legends.